Welcome back to the Real O Show podcast. Today we have on Get Your Keys with Kevin Fees, a real estate agent for the Wentworth Group and one of our great friends. We touch on the current state of the real estate market, some things he's learned, some things he's been finding difficult. Plus, he talks about a new project he has going on. We really hope you enjoy this. And please tweet at me at Zachary Owens, too. About to get all this dope. We ain't no fun niggas, no. I swear to God, we the ghosts. It's in the story they told. Man, if you know, then you know. Welcome back to the Real O Show podcast. Um, if you're listening on audio, you're not going to know where we're at, but you know, we're in the childhood weight room um, of me and Joshua with Get Your Keys with Kevin Fees. Um, you know, great friend of ours. Excited to have him on the podcast. It's, it's been a minute. Be here. It's been a minute. Thanks but, for having me back. Yeah. Always welcome. Round two. Always welcome. Um, but man, what are you curious about that people don't know? What am I? What, that, what, are you, what are you curious about that like a lot of people don't know about you? Oh, hmm. I don't know. That's like some a, hidden gem. Some hidden gem. All, all that's running through my mind right now is being like you already mentioned. We're in the arm farm right now, but being back here also reminds me cards from the basement. You know, running it back. A lot of people don't know that that I I dabble in the card game so get my feet wet over the last uh year or so with with q-tip quentin that that comes around yeah. but uh yeah so trading cards that's, that's so that that's it, a good that's a good answer actually that's a good he he kev is like the hidden partnership of cards from the basement he's like he's like the guy working behind the curtain yeah a lot of I, i'm an idea guy but a lot of those get shot down and <laughs> but you know i'm there i'm always there don't it's kind of it's kind of funny because like we started living with you guys and you guys brought like the cards into it. They're like, Oh, we got to bring cards in. And then we moved to New York and so much of my fucking work is cards. Yeah. Pretty cards, collectibles. Weird, weird how the world works out that way. I mean, you just, man, the simulation, you guys are working hard and trying to put yourself in a good place. And when you, you have that vision and start to see where you want to take for yourselves, sure, for it, sure. things start to work out that way. For sure. What Man, I, I, I want to talk more about that for a second. You know, what are your thoughts on manifestation? Like, what have you manifested, you know, in the mm. last couple of years that was in your head and then finally you can see it, you know, physically? Yeah. Yeah. Good word for it. Manifestation. I guess it all starts for me with um, having your why and identifying it, like just going back to what are you working for? What do you want to achieve? And, um, and when you're, I, I found when you're accomplishing things and stacking wins, you somehow just get you start to achieve that goal and so for me it will go back to that the first podcast we talked about i i bought a duplex last year so that was like in college i first started hearing about it and i just said like two years i'm buying i'm gonna purchase an investment property and i don't know how i made it happen but you know it just starts with breaking it down to what can i do weekly what can i do daily what can i do monthly to put myself where i want to be for sure. Life's, so, life's all about momentum. When right. you're fucking doing the right things, yeah. things fall into place. Right. But it's kind of funny. The first time we talked, you were getting your first property. Yeah. And I don't know if you're disclosing this and we can oh, cut this yeah. out. We can. We yeah, can disclose but, Okay. All right. So we're, like you said, we're the, the, exactly right. So the first podcast, yeah. he bought a duplex. I, want, I don't want to spill it, but like yeah. it's now you're the good. second time he's on and he just got another new purchase, yeah. which is yeah. pretty exciting. So the girlfriend and I, Jillian, just closed on a, a condo that we're going to be renovating as well. So congrats. again, congrats, yeah. thank you. But it comes back to like knowing what you want. And when after we got the duplex, it was how do we take that next step now? 
And so we got the projects done there. And again, doing the right things, being consistent in the right things, just things fall into your lap and work out how they're supposed to almost. Yeah, so. and, and round two should hypothetically be easier than round one because yeah. you've kind of already been through that process a right. little bit. So hypothetically, now hypothetically. there's always going to be more shit that comes out as you yeah. move forward. But right. like, at least you're kind of like getting down your thing. Yeah. And it's like, once you get down that system, for sure, it could turn two to 150 doors right. or whatever. Right. You know? And so like the thing for me too, is like, I want to be really hands-on on these because like, as I said before, I didn't have a single skill fixing things up. Like if I was to hire a contractor, I wouldn't even know the right questions to ask of like, how do I identify the right contractor? So some of these things and to save money and do it, you know, do it smartly on a, a budget, learn how to do most of these things myself and start small, you know, that's, so two projects that are not out of the question hard and hard, I got, that was a weird way to put it, but Anyway, uh, yeah, just not biting off more than you can chew, right? When it comes to a, a big purchase a or a big investment like that and knowing that you have multiple exit strategies if things do go south. But also, I mean, we can, uh, I think we started on manifestation or, yeah. you know, just yeah. having that vision is just be consistent in the right things and yeah. like things are going to work out. If you don't have a motivation, if you don't have a why to get out of bed or why you're going to work, you're just on the merry-go-round. life. Yeah. If you're on the merry-go-round, that's boring. And it's boring. I actually, uh, it's funny that it's just on my mind now. We were, I'm big into Ed Milet, listening to Ed Milet, personal development, yeah. uh, growth. Great. And uh, our, my coach at work, our, our John Wentworth, he showed us a clip of Ed Milet that was talking about uh, you can either be on the roller coaster, you can either be on the roller coaster as an entrepreneur or be on the merry-go-round of just the day-to-day, nine-to-five, get your salary and have and have that life and be secure yeah. in that life. Or as an entrepreneur and a risk taker, you're going to be on a roller coaster. There's going to be ups and downs. Overall, you want to be on that in, incline trajectory, but there's going to be dips and you just got to strap on and figure out the solution when a problem comes up and keep moving forward. It's not even always dips sometimes. It's like we always talk about this all the time. Like sometimes you got to go lateral to fucking move forward. You right. Know? It's yeah. just like hundred percent. You just got to be moving hundred percent. I mean, it's also just life, man. Like life's cycles. Like you, let's get into the housing market yeah. is where I want to take it. But okay. like, even in like the markets, right. And, and life there's cycles, there's ups and downs. There's going to be boom periods. There's bust periods. And you know, I know we're kind of in a weird time with rising interest rates. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of got in at like the bang of the housing market. Like what is going on in the market now that you're seeing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can see it a little bit, like kind of where we're from. Yeah. Um, but like, what are you seeing here in, you know, Michigan? Yeah. It's really interesting. It's a tale of two different markets, what we're seeing when you're looking in a location that's got a great downtown area, somewhere like Ann Arbor or Plymouth or Brighton, some of the communities that I work in, there's just not much inventory and there's still a lot of people out there that are looking to move. So in, the interest rates have been up um, and the the Fed has kind of established that they're going to do whatever they want with the interest rates. So we'll, we'll see what actually happens. But the most important thing is just knowing who actually needs to move versus who's kind of getting their feet in the water and looking to move. And obviously you got to serve them right. And but it's just also being a full-time realtor, you got to know, you know, when people are seriously needing to move and if they're going to be patient, because if they're patient, you know, the right one will pop up for them. And you, you just got to know that you got to, every person, you got to have the right game plan. And they always, uh, a cliche term is you, um, 
marry the house, date the rate, and you can always refinance later. So, um, there's always that. And that is true. But, uh, yeah, when, when the right house pops up, I I mean, I think, I think that's good advice. Like we've talked about life. Now we've kind of talked about housing market. We've talked about kind of what you're getting into, but it all stems together. It is, you got to be patient a little bit. I think there's going to be a lot of people wanting to sell. People are going to want to get out of these houses Mm -hmm. that they bought at the top of the market. Cause I don't think people are educated that the housing market can come down. Yeah. It, yeah. Historically has gone up. I yeah. understand it. And obviously you, you, you know me, I love Robert Kiyosaki. He's a yeah. big real estate guy. So there's definitely the real physical value there other than like mm. a stock, but it can come down and, you know, people yeah. can get, you know, screwed a little bit. So it, giving them the right advice yeah. of, you know, stay patient here, yeah. find the house you love. Like, yeah, I, I think that's great advice. Yeah. And there's people out there that are, you know, there's multiple offer situations when they find the house they love, they're going to do what it takes to get it. But they also know I would make sure that they're educated in that what they know, what they're doing with that decision. And also most of the time that's their dream home. They're going to plan to be there for seven to 10, 20 years, maybe. So, you know, in the long term, if you overspend a little bit, you're going to be all right. But big thing is just making sure people are comfortable. They're, they're comfortable with their plan. Um, but the, the other side of that question was, or my answer, I guess, is tail two markets where popular areas, the spring market, it's super active. So there's a, still a ton of buyers out there with, with that low inventory, but then there's some other areas that have really slowed down where the interest rates are a little bit scarier to people. And if the home is not in turnkey 10 out of 10 condition, you know, people are a little bit more fearful of that. And those homes, and if it's a little bit overpriced when it comes to the market, it may sit. So, you know, there's some people out there that they, our game plan is to specifically look at home, not even look at a home until it's on the market for seven to 10 days, because we know those ones are going to have a better chance to get at the asking price or maybe negotiate a better deal, where if it's 10 out of 10 dialed in just on the market and it's accurately priced, there's still, we've seen 30, 40 people come through open houses over the weekend still, you know, there's still buyers out there. That's Right. It's still moving. I'm I'm honestly curious because obviously where we are in New York, not many houses, mostly mm-hmm. apartments, condos, yeah, yeah. whatever. My thing is we walk by these fucking giant buildings. <laughs> and obviously I know you, you know, you're more residential. I'm just curious to get your take on this. What do you do you think office buildings, these industrial buildings, do you think that they're gonna like do you think that's gonna kind of go away? Or do you think they're gonna get repurposed? Or do you think that people are just going to be coming back to work and that's just what it is. Like the commercial spaces. Yeah. Commercial vacant. space. Yeah. Commercial. Sorry. It's vacant. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vacant. I mean, and, and like I was reading a bunch of shit. It's not all vacant. It's yeah. just, it's just there's majority empty. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a couple I mean, floors and, being used. And I've, right? and I've heard a lot of like speculation. I just read this article in New York about how like these like Chinese, Russian, Saudi billionaires buy these like penthouses and they buy like office spaces in New York and just leave them empty just so they can have their like resident in America or wherever they just have like their spot dual, whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And they'll spend billions of dollars. For sure. You know how we talked about, uh, not biting off more than we can chew. Yeah. That's a little bit, uh, the New York commercial games, a little bit out of my space. (laughs) Listen, listen, I'll give my input here. I'll give my input here and I'll spin it back to Robert. But I was even thinking more Michigan too, that I just mentioned. So Robert Kiyosaki got to study under, Buckminster Fuller, who is like labeled a futurist, right? He was very ahead of his time. He said like way back 50 years ago, like before he passed away that 
commercial real estate would turn into like homeless shelters mm. because like there's going to be no office, right? Or yeah. people like we even see it with our office, yeah. you know, at one point they had two floors. Now they only have one floor. So it's yeah. like, there is that downsizing because yeah. the, the, the push to come back to work is there, but I, yeah. the remote work is a proven model to where you can have some people that work remote. Yeah. And that's what I, I do think but eventually my, that the commercial real estate but, is going to turn into a but, but here's my, but here's, here's my thing about remote work. I think that AI is going to take out a lot of that remote work. So it's like the people that are in are going to have to be your best employees, people that are like, because there's some things that, you know, you obviously need humans to look over, but like all this remote, like writing, whatever, like creative that's on the side, like someone can type that into chat GBD and be done and, yeah. and it'd be done in two For minutes free. instead of, yeah. you know, someone doing hours on it. So it's like remote, I could see kind of going away where it's like... I think it'll go away a little bit, but I can't see it. But what do you see? Do you, Like what is going on in, in... Do you know anything that's going on in the Michigan commercial real estate market? Like obviously they're down, yeah. but is yeah, there anything think, you know about that? I don't know. I think if I was working for like a corporate job where I was going into the office every day and then the pandemic happened and then I had to go remote full time, I think that if I was working from home 24-7, I would have... I would want to go into the office sometimes at least for sure, you know, so just thinking about myself and a few friends that, that do have jobs that they work remote. Most of them, I think go back hybrid. So hybrid, I mean, I would, hybrid's a good model, you know, I think maybe in bigger metropolitan areas like New York or San Francisco, you know, wherever they may have too much commercial space where it's a way bigger issue, but you know, I don't think it's like, you know, maybe some buildings will get repurposed in our Ann Arbor market that, you know, where there is some more tech spaces, but, um, you know, I think that the longer people work remote they're eventually they're going to want some sort of human contact. So like, you know, whether that's two years, three years, five years, I think all employees are going to at least want that option where they have an office to call, like they will have that culture company office space to walk into, see the people that they, talk to you over zoom yeah. and the phone and chat, you know, and let's, let's, let's spin it back to, you know, what you're doing on the day to day. What is, what is the hardest thing for you right now in this current market? What a transition that was. Because <laughs> why, well, we well, were, hardest, we were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. something so, that wasn't your expert, no, expertise, right? But I think the that biggest, is, a, that is something yeah. to talk about. I think the biggest, like just as a realtor, the hardest thing is just being in contact with people and like, cause a lot of realtors will post something on Facebook and call that a day or send out a few texts and whatnot. But again, you need that human contact and you, you have to show your personality a little bit and you need to create connections with people. So the hardest thing is just, like I said, always keeping that pipeline full and not taking your foot off the gas with prospecting, no matter you know how, whatever great things are happening or bad things are happening. Like you need to put the time into prospecting every day and then while you're prospecting, like I said, you need to identify who's actually in a position to move and they need to move and who's just getting their feet wet. You know, are they just starting the process or are they just waiting for that dream house to pop up that they're going to be able to get a good deal on? And like I said, you're going to serve all of those people, but you need to know the capacity that you're going to serve them at because I've wasted, you know, I, through my first years, there's people that I'm still working with today that two years ago, you know, I went through a month of just, I thought they were hot. I thought they were ready to go today. Yeah. And I wasted so much time trying to find them the perfect house and jumping through hoops for them. And it's like, they're still just kind of looking two years later. And, 
you know, now I know how, you know, how to serve them. I know exactly what they're looking for. We have a great relationship. Like I am their realtor. I know that. So it, it wasn't a waste, but it's just something I've gotten better at. So not, so not, so not to blow your load on people who aren't ready pretty much. Right. Right. You know, just cause just every conversation is a good conversation. I say, for sure. <laughs> I say, for sure. but, um, yeah, you just ask better. You get better at asking questions and picking up on what some responses mean versus other responses. And especially once you go out to look at homes, you got to be ready. You got to have a game plan of what questions you're going to ask to find out their motivation. That's the biggest piece is finding out their why and their motivation of why they need to move. No, that's great. That's great. I mean, we've talked about kind of what's going on in the market, what you, you know, you've learned in this mm-hmm. different market. Cause it was kind of different than what you've came in. Yeah. What are some future plans that you have for your career personal mm-hmm. that you, that you kind of have out there right now? Right now, you know, when I first bought the duplex, like I was here, I was all over the place. I was driving an hour to the office. I was driving an hour for appointments. I was 45 minutes to the duplex to work on it, 50 minutes back here to sleep at night and then do it all over again the next day. Uh, so I've just gotten better at creating good habits in the morning and, um, dialing a consistent plan to just be the best realtor I can be and stick to those good habits. And I know like we, it all comes back to just sticking to the right things, knowing that it's going to work out. I'm going to get to where I want to be. And right now that's just being the best realtor I can and stack some money so that I can keep investing it. And, uh, maybe not just a condo with the girlfriend, but the next steps there too. You never know. But for sure. yeah. I mean, for sure. Th- th- I-, I wanted to say this earlier when we were talking is that people who work hard get lucky. Yeah. I just heard that. I just heard that from, yeah. but it's like, there's no such thing as luck. Like it's just hard work. It might've been a Jocko Willink or whatever. That, I don't even know that guy's name, Yeah, yeah. but he, uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're there's definitely some people that get catch good bounces that are just like, don't deserve it. But it's just like, at the end of the day, if you are doing the right things every day, like we've, we've, we've already, we've already known. There's just, you get, you get, you get more opportunities to be successful. You gotta, you gotta be in the mix. You gotta be in the mix to get lucky. It's so true. You gotta just, when you're doing the right things, the universe takes care of you. You know, if you're a faithful person, I believe that God will take care of you. But if you're not faithful, it's just, the universe, the universe takes, the universe so, so, takes so, care of somebody's you. Somebody's watching over you. There Somebody. is. There I don't is, know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. That's a topic we can get into. I, wow. That's, that's, a, that's a curiosity one. That's a that's, curiosity one. Yeah. Wow. It's like. Wow. Because there is for sure. It's like. It's something. Because. It's something. Yeah. Is it karma? Like I believe in karma. Karma you know, real. Karma There's real. so many times. How many times? But you know, again, guess, that's that just goes along with what we just said. When you are doing right things, right things happen. For sure. When you are moving bad, for sure. bad things happen. How many it's times do you want to motherfuck somebody? That's a talk about something I've learned over the last year. Holding that anger. Because how many times that. do you want to motherfuck somebody? And over <laughs> the last year, I've been holding it in. I've been containing it better. And you know Good. what? Good. Better things have been. Positive sure. things happen. And I Dude. always, I always, I don't know if it's true or not, but I always think it's because I didn't curse that person out in the car hundred percent this morning that's that's how i know i'm crazy that's how i know i'm crazy because like people be like dude you need to chill and i'm like bro i'm at like 10 percent right now <laughs> and I'll, fucking, I'll ruin your world like hey, that's the competitor you got the switch i for you know, sure i try that's why that's why yeah. i try to keep the switch up mike tyson had a quote and he was like man once i turn the switch on i can't turn it off and i've never like when i turn the switch like bro it's just like there's nothing fucking stopping I, me like i am just like my switch my switch just sits at 50 percent, and it's like 
it can go anytime. So sure. that's what makes it tough. I remember when I was playing, uh, fun fact for the f- people that don't know, played D3 hockey for a year. We were horrible. We won, uh, I don't even know if we won a game, maybe one. And, uh, <laughs> a game we were in, we were kind of in the, in a game, surprisingly. And of course we blew it. It sucked. And I come in the locker room, punch a hole in the wall. Because what else do you do when you're 0 and 20 on the season? I don't know. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> you, were, you were right to do it. Yeah, yeah. Punch a hole in the wall, and uh, the coach, my my punishment was supposed to have anger management classes. And uh, about a month went by, and coach called me to his office, asked how anger management was going. Had not partaked in any anger management classes a month later. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I didn't learn from that lesson. If didn't you're if, that. you're if you're 0 and 20, and someone didn't punch a hole in the wall, I'm a coach. I'm like. What the fuck are you guys doing? Does for no one sure. care? That's, for sure. Does no one care? Like, because at the end of the day, facts. it's like at least have some fucking emotion. Like, yeah. you better like. And don't get me wrong. If you're facts. the kid, if you're the kid who was like dragging ass and being a piece of shit, and then you yeah. punch a hole in the wall, okay, then we got problems. But if you're working your dick off and you just like that happens Played every like, game, it just happens. Played twenty five D three games. Didn't win. A, maybe we won one. I don't know. Wash that memory. Wash <laughs> the negative no, memories you away. Wash that. You should wash that. But Kev, man. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to yeah, have you on, man. Yeah. You know, what a we'll have to get you back on. We're going to try to get you out to New York, I, do a little I podcast. Need to, visit, need to visit the city, maybe yes, learn about yeah. some hey, of this, hey, this big city commercial I mean, game. I like I said, I got, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get you a hookup. I'm gonna try, I got my boy. I'm going to try to get you the hookup, <laughs> and we're going to just hey. make some connections. Hey, you never know. Hey, you, never they, know. You, nev- you can never have too many connections. You can never have too many sure. connections. I, I appreciate you, boys. Keep grinding. Amen. See you next time. Appreciate I appreciate it, guys. See ya. See my brother get ripped. Wanna tell you why me? Watch me get my racks. And we bought so hard, they think my niggas selling crack. We was pushing packs for 2601 pound. We was down, probably had some product in your town. But now we back. Same straight for all my niggas, call my fan. And I made about 10 racks up off these features in the end. For my grandma, hope she know that this for you and you and him. For my brothers, for my family, for my mama, for I got my friends. I got a stack of this gold. I tell you I'm on the road. About to get all this dough. Ain't no fuck niggas know. I swear to God, we the ghosts. This ain't the story they told. Man, if you know, then you know. I never had to tell my dogs that we on roof of greatness. They pay for getters, they want money more than they want fake shit. I swear we go so hard, we on A list. I see my niggas prevailing. We going hard for the hand. We gonna stack till we jaded. I just told my niggas that we on a mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be hard to get it. So I'm part for the missus I put my heart and my feelings On tracks I don't even feel We bought a box, we drippin' We bought a box, 